0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast night here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight you're listening to Breaking the Silence, Healing the Pain. Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain offers an open and candid dialogue platform in which you can discuss issues involving sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addiction, depression, just to name a few. Join us tonight with your host, Janoris... Tasha, Tammy, and Tony.
1: Good evening family. Tonight is Thursday, October sixth, twenty sixteen, and we want to welcome you to tonight's episode of Breaking the Silence, Healing the Pain. I am Janoris, one of your hosts, and I'd also like to introduce my co host, Latasha. Hello everybody, hey. how it's <laughs> We're missing somebody. There's a seat empty over there. Hmm. Mark Anthony. Oh, I think I got a text from him. Uh oh, okay. So I got a text from him saying that he is caught up in traffic. So he should be joining us soon. Take your time, be safe, and we'll we'll join you um when you come. So tonight we are about two weeks and two days away from the Breaking the silence who under pain conference that'll be held in <laughs> Thank you, thank you. And I want you guys to know we are really putting in a lot of work to bring this conference together. We're going to make this with your help and the people that are going to be a part of the show. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event. We went to an event tonight, uh, got an opportunity to uh, talk with a, um, a doctor Dr. Manifa Jackson With the Institute of of Life Enrichment And um, you know They were uh, wanting to know about What we were doing So Natasha uh, went And um, was able to speak And tell them about the conference Tasha, would you like to share a little bit about that
2: um, It was just really a great experience Of being able to Meet with these therapists Because a lot of times They don't see the work that they do You know um, they will work with a client and then don't see the results of it. Sometimes people don't continue therapy all the way through, or you know, people just you know not ready for therapy. But I was able to share with them that you know um, my two years experience of going to therapy helped me to tap into um, tap into the things that I was going through and not being able to understand. Um, why I made the unwise decisions that I did for myself, and it was because of my sexual abuse that I, ne- that I had suppressed so deeply. And um, it was very impressive to the doctors. They really loved the movement, and um, they definitely are interested. And they already purchased a lot of tickets from us, and they want to purchase more tickets for the doctors and clients to be more involved so that they can be able to see how great um, you know their jobs are of being able to help people because they love what they do.
1: That's right. That's right. They were very uh, welcoming, very encouraging. Uh they were very yeah. engaged when Natasha was uh was sharing. We were there and um, you know, very engaged and, and so Dr. Manifa Jackson made a a point that I really hadn't thought about uh you know, when she was talking to Tarsha, I don't know if this um hit you the same way, but she was she was saying how sometimes people go to therapy and they see them in therapy for years and years and years and then Sometimes they um, lose track of them because people, for whatever reason, might stop going
2: or um,
1: uh, they may, uh, you know, take other options. And she said it it was so refreshing to be able to hear someone who, as she referred to it, made it through the tunnel to the other side. And so that is what we're doing here. That's what this platform is about. I mean, there are a lot of broken people, and we all have some breaks in us. They may be at different levels and severities, different types, but all that have affected our lives and how we are. And so, you know, this platform is created and blessed to be able to reach out to people and give them the courage to be able to break the silence, to give them a network of people to support them and encourage them and help them as they go through that tunnel. And be able to be right. there to help celebrate them after they get out of, of the end of it And so that's what this conference is about If you have not gotten your ticket, I suggest you get them soon Because they are really, really going really fast There's going to be a lot of great things going on We have some great speakers, one of which is a guest speaker with us tonight And I'd like to at this time welcome her Michelle, welcome to the show
2: Yes, Michelle
1: Hello? Michelle? We may be having a little technical difficulty.
3: Hello? Can you hear me? Ah, yeah, we hear you now. Okay, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Can we get some applause in (laughs) there?
1: Oh, my goodness. Sleeping on the job. Okay, that's 25 more push ups. (laughs) 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 Thank, that, thank That's, thank that's you.
2: more
4: like it That is more <laughs> like, that
1: is far like it <laughs> So Michelle is going to be one of our um, One of our speakers at the conference Michelle we were just informing everyone About the uh, the things that are going to be Taking place at the conference And um, can you uh, tell us How you got to be A part of this conference
3: Sure um, Well it all really started with LaTarsha um, Her and I met oh, geez, a couple months ago. Um, it's been almost a year, I think. And um, I lead a group called Unmask York, and it's for uh, women to come together and to have a support system. And um, at that group is when I, when I met LaTarsha. And just recently, I've been personally walking through my own journey of breaking the silence and healing the pain of my own abuse growing up by my father. And uh, LaTarsha is the one that, was literally a godsend for me. Um, She, her and I met at Unmask, and then uh, while I uh, happened to go on to uh, Miss Pennsylvania, I'm currently Miss York County, I went to compete for Miss Pennsylvania in June. Uh, The day after, God just made it very clear to me that I needed to break the silence about the abuse that my father did when I was a child and um, no longer be in silence about it. But that meant um, shaking things up for my family. And um, that meant not having a home and um, really just, you know, kind of losing everything. And so while I was going through that process, uh, Latarsha took me in and um, she took me into her home and helped me get on my feet. And uh, that's when she actually introduced me that she has this ministry called Breaking the Silence, Healing the Pain. And it was just incredible how I was going through that on my own while she was helping me walk through that with her own ministry. So it, it was just amazing how God had it all unfold in such a beautiful way. Wow. Amen. Michelle, Amen. Michelle
2: I just want to add to that. Um, when I first met you, you were um, doing some motivational speaking at a tea party, and I was blown away just um, um, the way that you were speaking and reaching women, and it impacted me and my 20-year-old daughter so much. I was so inspired that I just had to meet you. (laughs) I just had to put that in there because you you were definitely powerful and so impactful, and I was in awe.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much. So um,
1: the tea party, what what were you doing at the tea party, uh, Michelle? What was what kind of, kind of an event was that?
3: Um, my mom, uh, she's a counselor, and she would put on these annual tea parties to bring women together. And she's a firm believer in women coming together in unity and um, empowering one another as well. And so I guess I've kind of gotten that from her. Uh, but I was the main speaker, and I was just sharing my testimony. Um, basically that God can – you know, Bring beauty from ashes And um, that's what I hope to encourage women To know that no matter where you've been Or what you've come from uh, There is hope in God that he really can um, You might be in the lowest pit And um, not think that there is hope But God really can restore anybody um, And bring beauty from ashes So that's what I was mainly speaking about um, At that tea party
4: Oh okay
1: Well I, I, I can remember When Natasha and I were in the planning phases for breaking the silence and that's what she said she said Jay uh, we, we have to have Michelle to speak she said she is an incredible speaker she you know she really reached the young women that were in the audience she um, you know spoke very humbly and from her heart but very powerfully and uh, she really was impacted by it and was very very impressed with it and as you know there was some question about whether or not you would be available to speak but uh, as God would have it that that uh, turned out so that you are, and we are super mega excited about having you, having you join us, and I think that you're going to make an amazing difference in a lot of people's lives, so we we really appreciate you.
3: Thank you. I feel so honored to be a part of it. I'm so – it's going to be awesome.
2: <laughs> we are, too.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so as I was
1: as I was researching for our topic tonight, which our topic tonight is what happens after you break the silence, I was I was looking at research with regard to different types of abuses, and I um, uh, looked uh, on the one regarding uh, child sexual abuse, and the statistics were amazing to me. Like I, I I know that it's very prevalent, but it said forty-two million Americans are survivors of childhood sexual abuse. 42 million. I was blown away. And 90% of the children who are molested are molested by someone that they know.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: And that um, greater people who suffer childhood sexual abuse... Are at greater risk for emotional and mental health Issues and also Mm -hmm. Was speaking about the celebrities who Who have come out and talked About uh, their sexual abuse Like Oprah Winfrey she's she came Mm -hmm. Out a while ago uh, Terry Hatcher and Tyler Perry and so you Mm -hmm. know It's A tough subject to talk about But that's what we're here to do Mm -hmm. We're here to talk about the tough stuff I mean we Mm -hmm. are talking about real people With real problems and we're trying to provide And help to find real solutions And real assistance For folks so this is not a a love show. This is a real show. This is a real movement, and right. we're doing things. And so, you know, we just want to encourage people. Anybody that's listening tonight, by the way, if you want to get in on our conversation, you know, if you have something that you want to say, you want to talk about, any questions you might want to ask, please dial in at three two three. Seven eight four nine six three, eight that's three, two, three, seven, eight, four, nine six, three, eight. We want to get you engaged and hear what you have to say. This is the platform to do it. It's a judge free zone, and we're here to help every night that we come on, every Thursday night that we come we're we're trying to reach people and to be able to provide some information, something that's useful, some comfort. We're hoping and praying that someone someone is listening who will need to hear what it is some of us have to say. Sometimes it's us as hosts. Sometimes it's people who call in to share their stories or to ask questions or to get dialogue going. We have to break the silence. We have to be there to help each other. This is so prevalent, and it's important to have help and support because once the silence is broken, you're right, things change.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a few moments, we're gonna take us a break, uh, pay some bills, and we will come back and we will get to talk about what happens after you break the silence. I'm Jen Norris. this is breaking the silence and healing the pain. We'll be back in a few
0: Sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addictions, and depression, domestic violence. We are breaking the silence, healing the pain. On October 22nd, 2016, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., We will be hosting the Breaking the Silence Tour 2016 at the Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Towson, Maryland. The seminar will feature three guest speakers who will share their stories and what they have done to overcome their circumstances. We will have question-and-answer breakout sessions with the speakers and local professional counselors who specialize in sexual abuse, domestic violence, drug addiction. We will provide resources on the various topics and contact information for anyone who desires counseling, please make plans to be there. Worldwide, coast-to-coast coast talk
5: radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soul.
0: And we're back.
1: And we are back. This is Janoris. We're breaking the silence and healing the pain. Tonight we are talking about what happens after you break the silence. I'm here with my co-host LaTarsha and we have a special guest host, Michelle. Hello.
2: Um, Woo-hoo! Woo!
4: Woo.
1: (laughs) So let's let's talk about that. So, you know, um, after the silence is broken,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: what then? What's honestly
3: there? um i'm I'm just walking through this right now, and it's really opened my eyes to why victims of abuse remain silent and I am a a victim of rape um, about three years ago, and I already walked through this you know this process of you know people you know, questioning, oh, well, what did you wear that night, and did you drink? And um, immediately they go to the victim, and what did they do wrong instead of the perpetrator? And uh, just recently I broke the silence about my father uh, molesting my identical twin sister and I when we were uh, around the ages four to six um, years old. And I grew up in the church. My father is a very well-respected man in the church as well. And my twin and I have been wearing masks our entire life about this and I really just came to a point where I couldn't take it anymore um, it was eating me up inside and I just felt like it was time for me to break that silence but I was not prepared for the aftermath now I knew what it was like after the rape and how people handled that but when something like happens from somebody so dear you your own father it really shakes you up in a whole different way. And uh, for me, I then had the church that I grew up, you know, in um, taking my father's side and the church even used church funds to pay for my father to get a lawyer Mm -hmm. to take me to court his own daughter saying that I'm a liar. Um, I really saw, you know, a lot of rejection Um, and unfortunately it was from the church And as I was digging deeper into um, talking to other victims and and reading books about, you know, childhood abuse, you find that um, people do not have the support that they need. And I am just so grateful that I have, like, Janoris and I have um, LaTarsha and I have these, you know, amazing women that have stood by me in this time. Because honestly, if I didn't have you women in my life, I really don't. Know what where I would be because with your support, you've helped keep me grounded and and to know that you know it's not my fault. But what I've found is um a lot of victims do not have the support they need and that's it's lacking greatly. And that's what's sad is they don't know how to handle the aftermath. And that's whenever you know things get dangerous for the victim, then. Wow. Right.
2: All right. Um, Michelle, I, I, and I know the stage, where, where do you feel like you are right now in this stage?
3: At this stage where I'm at, um, you know, you really have to just draw from every piece of strength that you have within, but knowing that it's from God. And for me, you know, I wake up every day and I know that I can't get through the day without him. And at the end of the day, I can't fight this battle, but God can. And when we have God on our side, that's all that we need. So the encouragement that I can give somebody who might be going through what what I'm going through or even something worse is to just continue to trust in God and to keep standing firm, knowing that he will fight this battle for you. And I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't really know any details of my father and the lawyer and everything is kind of up in the air right now but I do know that God's providing for me every day. I do know that I have incredible women by my side and, um, you know, that I'm, I'm going to be okay. But the main the main three things that I do want to encourage, you know, a victim that may be going through this is, you know, number one, they do need to have a support system. Um, if that means, you know, your, your girlfriends, um, if that means, you know, certain family members that will be there for you, it's very important that you have, know, your core group that believes you and that helps bring sense to you. Because when you are a victim of abuse, you, t- you start to kind of question and you start to run it through um, what happened to you over and over in your head and you start to doubt. And that's normal. But it's important to have those people to speak that life into you to remind you who you are and to let you know that it's not your fault. Um, and number two, it's important to have a safe place. Um. For me, you know, growing up, I never had that safe place. I was always, you know, living in fear. And so I'm constantly trying to feel safe. That's been, you know, something that I've been trying to feel my entire life. And for me, my safe place is, you know, going into my room and, you know, just having my quiet time with God. That's whenever I know I'm safe and that everything is going to be okay. It might, for you, it might be with, you know, spending time with your girlfriends. Um, You know, for me, it's spending some time with my mom. There's certain people in certain places that are a safe place for me. So when you start to feel that anxiety, you go there and um, that can help, you know, bring you back to um, knowing that you're going to be okay. And number three, it is important to have counsel and to see a therapist. And for me, I have had a therapist um, for probably the past year now who has helped me um, in just working through everything and it's important to be able to talk it out and the more you talk about it the more you will be able to overcome it then
1: wow well said said. yeah
4: yeah
1: for for people who who feel like they've tried counseling but counseling didn't work for them what Mm -hmm. advice would you give to them michelle
3: well, I can definitely relate to that. I've been through a lot of different counselors. Um, when I first was raped, that's how my Virginia was stolen from me. I literally went off the wall because I didn't know, you know, how to handle this. It just threw me um, just into a depression, and nobody knew how to handle me. Nobody knew what to do with Michelle, and First of all, if that's you, let me just reassure you that you're not crazy. Trauma can do so much to your body and to your mind that um, it's very hard to know how to handle it uh, on a personal level. And then to find a counselor to know how to treat it um, is very hard as well. And not every counselor is going to handle it in the proper way. And for me, I went through at least three counselors. Um And my last one, I mean, they all basically discharged me. And my last one told me that I was too broken. She literally did not know what to do with me. And after that was when I then turned um, and became a stripper because I felt like, I felt like nobody could help me. I felt like I was too broken. Like, you know, I'm just damaged goods. There's no hope for my life. I'm just going to strip. And this is going to be my life. And, um, Unfortunately, counseling did a lot of damage for me at the beginning because I did not have the right counselor, but when I did find the right counselor, um, and she's actually going to be speaking at the conference, uh, am I allowed to say her name?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Okay. So, uh, Joni, um, she'll be at the conference, and she's been amazing. Uh, it is important as a victim of abuse to be with somebody, in my opinion, be with somebody who understands Um, on your level. Find somebody who has gone through something similar and has overcome it. Um, Joni is somebody that I can look at and and know that she's overcome abuse and she's overcome so much and she inspires me and encourages me and understands me in a way that other people can't. So um, for someone who is maybe hesitant to go to a counselor, um, I get it and it's very hard to find the right one. But I just want to encourage you to not give up. Um, for me, I gave up and I wish I didn't because then it caused more damage. Um, don't give up. I just know not everybody's going to understand you and that's okay. But there are great counselors out there that will be able to help you and give you the support you need and help you find that healing that you need. Yeah, I I I, uh, I
1: agree with that. I mean, it takes it sometimes it takes a while, just like with with a lot of different things, and I'm not trying to to minimize the subject matter at all, but say for instance, um like a regular doctor like a internist or whatever, sometimes you know. Your personalities might not match. The bedside manner might not be appropriate to you, and so you don't just stop going to, you know, get your annual exams. You will try someone else, and so the most important thing I believe is to go and see someone, and you know, do Absolutely. do some research. If you, if you know, do some research, and if you um, if you need some resources, you know, reach out to us on our on our page, and we'll be happy to do some research and put you in touch with someone. Uh, have some referral done, have some, um, take a little bit of history to kind of see what we feel like uh, would be a good match, but please, please, please take time and, you know, get to talk to somebody. And if the first person doesn't work, if it's not your thing, please don't give up. Try, try again. And, Michelle, I think, you know, what you've said is a perfect example of of uh, persevering with that and uh, being able to, to finally find someone that, that can help. Absolutely.
2: Latasha? Can you hear me? Uh, I, I hear you
1: now, yeah. yeah okay, so, I'm um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, can you uh, can you share with us your thoughts about um about counseling?
2: About say that again?
1: About counseling and finding the right one.
2: Okay, I uh, me going to counseling when I first started going, I went for probably about a year and a half, and I felt like my therapist was not. I felt like she wanted to give up on me. Not give up on me because she felt like I just felt like she felt like I needed more professional help than what she could provide but I feel like she continued to persevere with me and found other ways to try to reach me Um, because when she was talking to me and explaining to me that she felt like I needed to get out of my situation as far as my marriage is concerned because it was an unhealthy relationship and it was very toxic for me and what she did was instead she said well let's change you know you said that if you ever found out your husband was cheating again um you know that you would leave so instead of um making an unrealistic um commitment to that let's try to say we would do something else so when we were changing that um you know she you know, would say, okay, well, she wanted to, me to do something that was more realistic um, of what I would do for the consequences of the infidelity. And then she ended up writing an article on me because, you know, she had started to see somewhat of a change. And then um, something just triggered in my mind and said, you know what, she's been giving me a lot of advice. I go to her, I vent to her, I tell her all these things. But then once I started applying those things that she was advising me about, I started applying them to my life, it began to change my life and really helped me, and it helped me to turn it around completely. Mm. Um, because she, the, the reason why she was saying that she thought that a separation, would, it wasn't because she said, oh, she wants you to leave your husband. It was because she wanted me to be able to get out of the situation so that I could look in on the situation. Hmm.
1: Okay. All right. So, well, thank you.
2: Okay. Go no, no, on no I'm sorry. No, that that was it. I basically was saying, you know, she she once you're out of the situation, you can look back in on the situation, and then you can really see how toxic and how much damage that relationship is doing to you, you have to remove yourself from it so that you can be able to look back in on it. And then yeah, you, that's can true. Make cho- you can make better choices for yourself. And I just wanted to kind of piggyback off of Michelle when she was speaking about, you know, um, the aftermath for once you break the silence. You know, I wanted to say for me, once I broke the silence, you know, I went through, You know, um, family getting upset with me, um, family calling me, you know, basically saying, you know, well, why now? You know, and you really can't relate to a person unless you actually experience the sexual abuse. And Mm -hmm. for someone to contact you and say, well, why now? Why not now? This is your time. Mm -hmm. This is the time in your life where you get the courage to talk about this because – It's a very painful situation, and I will relate this to a person that may have um, a person that want to come out, come out of the closet and say, you know, I'm gay now. And I'm only using this analogy to say breaking the silence and you coming out saying, you know, I've dealt with this sexual addiction, and this is what caused all of these, made made me make all of these bad choices. It's already Mm -hmm. hard coming out of the closet with this, it's devastating because you're afraid. You don't know how people are going to accept you. You don't know how it's going to break up a family. But in the inside, you've been suffering in silence, and you're the one that was a victim and has been going through this abuse and suppressing all of this pain and being tormented all your life. So now it's time Mm -hmm. for you to come out with it and tell your story and you you have Mm -hmm. to have that mindset i don't care what they think i want freedom and that's what i feel right now and i have freedom i feel free i feel courageous you know and these are the things that is is building me up and i know i did this with god on my side because i would not Mm -hmm. have been able to do this without the grace of god
1: very well said amen and um
3: I just want to say how, LaTarsha, you watching, you know, because I I was living with you and I was watching you, you know, go through, you know, purity period of that and you really inspired me to then have that courage because I watched you every day. You just stood with such courage and strength and you continue to have faith in God that that he was going to get you through and that impacted me more than you will ever know because then you gave me that courage, helped me to know that, okay, it's time for me to do that as well in my own life. And um, that's what's just so amazing. And I just hope you realize how much of an impact you've had on my life. And I know so many other women, um, because you broke your silence, it allowed me to then break my silence. And it's going to be kind of like a ripple effect of everybody then being able to then walk in freedom because you decided that you were going to, you know, grab your freedom. And
4: that's what's so amazing.
3: Amen. 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 Thank you. All Thank right. You so much. Okay. All right. Well,
1: we have the boards are really, really lit up. We have some people, Alan, and we see you holding. Uh, we're going to take a few moments, take a break, and we'll come back. Uh, anybody who wants to get in and make a comment and get in on this dialogue, please give us a call at 323-784-9638. We'll be back in a few moments. Alan, you'll be up at the
4: top. This is the Soul of America
2: Radio.
0: If you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. Worldwide Talk Radio. This is the soul of america radio sexual abuse emotional abuse addictions and depression domestic violence we are breaking the silence healing the pain Remember, if you want to join us on the show, dial 323 784 9638 and press 1 if you want to speak on the air. And now, back to the show and our hosts, Janoris, (laughs) Latarsha, and Tammy.
1: And we are back. This is Janoris with my co-host, Latasha, and our special co-host, Michelle. We have a caller on the line. Alan has been holding for us. Alan, thank you so much for holding. Welcome to Breaking the Silence.
6: Thank you for taking my call. Um, As you were talking, I was listening to So I just was shaking my head. I was just like, uh uh-huh, 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 and I just wanted to call in. Um, I just wanted to say that. It takes a lot of courage to break your silence. And when you do, also from your family is when you air dirty laundry, you know, and, and you tell the dirty secrets of your you know, it's, it's a lot to take on because, you know, even in my case, you know, everybody thought we were the perfect family, but, you know, little did know what went on behind closed doors. So when you start telling your story to other people, you know, the people that abused you and did those things to you, they're not going to like that, you know. And so right. as, as you speak and then, you know, these how other people interpreted, you know, say your mother or your father, and, you know, they were always, you know, supposedly the best, you know, and then their uh, persona gets, you know, threatened. You know what I'm saying? They They don't like that. And then, you know, like even when I questioned my mother or my father, you know, they got very angry with me. And so, you know, even in my case, I haven't spoke to them for over 10 years, you know, but I didn't, I didn't back down. You know, I wanted answers from my parents,
3: you know, why,
6: why, you know, and then it just got to the point where, you know, it was better off that, you know, I just broke, commun- I, I chose to break communications with them, but you know what it was, it, it got to the point with me that I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore because I, I chose, I needed to save myself and I still felt, you know, I was in my late forties at the time, but I needed to go back and save that little boy that was, you know, that scared little boy in the closet because I was always told, you know what I mean? Like, you know, sit down, shut up. You you know what I'm saying? You know, there was a lot of abuse, but you know, I needed to go back and save myself because I was, I was, I was killing myself. I was ruining my wife's, and, and my mine and my wife's relationship, mine and my son's relationships. And, and you know, I needed I needed to save me, if that makes any yeah. sense to you. So one day I was looking in the mirror, and I just said, Alan, I said, this is it. You know, there's a line in the sand, and I have to do this for me. And so it, it's going to sound crazy there, but I, I I wrote one of these forgiveness letters, where you're supposed to burn it and let it go. But that forgiveness letter just kept going and going and going. And I just started writing. And as I was writing, I just, like, this lightning, you know, uh, my chest was feeling better because, you know, all those secrets that I held in for so long because I didn't realize that, you know, you're supposed to feel better. You know, at a young age, I was running away at, like, 11, 12, 13, and, you know, living in the city up in Chicago – you know i i was they wanted to take me to the audi home and i didn't want to so i kept running away you know and i it, it, in mm-hmm. as i got older i kept get i was getting better at running away and so it, if i wasn't running away from home i was running away from things and so but i got re- like i said i got real good at running you know and that was my thing mm-hmm. but i what it, what it was is so as i was writing i was actually feeling better and so I I I there was a, writing was never my thing, you know, because I was the guy who just barely finished high school, you know. But as I was writing, I was kind of like, wow, you know, there's like healing in this writing. Mm. See, I I I tried uh, counseling, pastors, social workers, but they never got me. And the reason why is because it's hard to connect with people who have never went through something, you know, like if you've never had a gun pulled on you or you've never been thrown downstairs, you know, they, they just don't understand that. Yeah. And so, you know, so if, if, when you find that one person who really understands and not somebody who just says, Oh, it wasn't that bad. What? <laughs> you know, at 11 years old, <laughs> uh-huh. what did you, do to, you know what I mean? What did you do right. you so bad? You know, and so when you find that one person who really just takes that time and understands stick with it. But the thing is is I always blame myself and I never understood like at 8 8 years old I was just a kid. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Right. But I still carried that baggage with me for 40 years. I kept thinking that I did something wrong. But then through the writing as I was writing and writing, and I stood back and I read it back, it, 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 it was like I cried more over the last two years writing this than I did as a young boy because I, I it just took that writing to realize I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything. And then once I, I just kind of let that go, and I, you know, I always, I always say to myself, like, I peeled it back like an onion, one layer at a time. You know, I always wanted somebody to wave a magic wand and make everything better, but it doesn't happen like that. Right. You got to do the you you've got to help yourself. You can you know, you can't you can't just read one book or you can't just, you know, you've got to dig your heels in every day and say no. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to do the self-pity party and I'm not going to woe is me anymore. Enough is enough. And I want to move forward.
1: Well it sounds you know? like you have, Alan. Oh, that's wonderful. And I wanna commend you on the courage that, that it takes because you're you're right, when you are having to face people that were put here to love and protect you and you have to stand up and, you know, speak to the things that were hurtful and harmful to you, uh, it takes a huge amount of courage and, and I just applaud you and I'm so happy and so thankful. So thankful that no, you were able to.
6: No, no, no. Don't applaud me. I just appreciate you so. And I just wanted to call in and just say, you know, that that I really like it. And and I, I, I just, I really appreciate yourself.
1: Oh, gosh. That is
6: so wonderful to thank hear. Thank you. Thank you
1: so much. Thank you so much. Thank That's you so, so amazing. No.
6: <laughs> thank you. And
1: please join us anytime.
6: Anytime. <laughs> I will. Thank yeah. you again.
1: All right, Alan. Thank you.
2: Bye-bye. Yeah, oh
1: man, that, that was great That was absolutely yeah, that's great Very
2: encouraging, yes,
1: yes Absolutely Ooh. I mean, it's comments like that That, you know, it helps you to appreciate the hard work that you put in and what you're doing because that's what we that's what we're trying to do we're trying to to help people and to give them encouragement and courage and the um in, reinforce their courage to be able to face the things that they're going through and you know we're here to provide support and resources and so amazing Alan thank you so much we hope you'll continue to listen and be a part of our breaking the silence family Oh, let's see. What yeah, else do we want to talk about gargant. tonight? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Tasha, would you yeah. like to uh share a little bit more about um upcoming guests? So next week we will have um our second guest, uh Khabibi and then the following week we'll have uh Joni Smith from Journey to Joy. Ministries who will be uh sharing with us so um, what what part of the conference are you most excited about latarsha
2: um that I'm most excited about is being able to reach women i I just want women to be able to see that going after getting that therapy and getting that help, being able to tap back into um the abuse that they have suppressed i know for i know so many of us walk around like we have it all together you know people don't like going to therapy because they feel like they have it all together they don't need therapy and it's it's shameful to be able to go to therapy but getting therapy will help you to tap into those things that you suppress it's funny i had a conversation with a woman today and she said that she has suppressed this for so long. And as she'd been reading Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain, certain things from her past started arousing and it started to affect her. It's bothering her. Told her it's because God is exposing us because God wants us to heal. He wants us to have freedom. And the only way to have freedom is to go back Your past I'm not saying relive your Past I'm not saying to Not be able to forgive the people From your past but that Is what's going to give you freedom so that you Can move forward so sometimes You got to go back To the things That have hurt you so that You can work through that process That healing process To get to that good place That you want to be and that's breaking that Freedom because if you Don't go back to it like she explained to me today, she said the re, she understands now that she have a lot of broken relationships. She have relationships where she can't keep good relationships with men because she stay angry. You know, she she don't know how to deal with things. And this is what I get on a regular basis. Women are angry. They can be very mean others because they're not they haven't went back and dealt with that, and it's painful to go back and deal with pain. Nobody wants to go back and endure that pain. But in order for you to heal, you got to go back and deal with that pain head on and then move forward, and you never have to rehash that pain again. Right. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy process. Mm. I I will never say it's an easy process. But Mm. that process is taking you to a better place in your life because it will start to help you to see why you made those unwise choices you did, why you can't have healthy relationships. And then that, can, that will start to allow you to be a better person because you can start changing and you will not allow that situation to happen to you to have no more power over you. You release that, mm-hmm. you release it, so that you can take back your power. Once you start taking back that your power, you're going to rise to the top. You can't do nothing
4: but rise. That's right.
1: That's right. Thank you, Tasha. So uh, we have somebody holding to uh, to talk to us. Oh, I know who this is. Let us welcome to the show tonight our favorite lady, the beautiful Ebonique. Hi, Ebony.
5: Ladies, how are you? How you doing? We're good. How are you? Oh, always blessed. Just blessed. I was just sitting and listening to you uh speak and um I just wanted to for one just tell you lady you're doing a great job and you know, you have this this movement has really um has really opened up so many unwanted conversations, it's become, you know, a thing where people are now starting to look at their lives and look at themselves and say, you know, there's some things that I need to change, some things that I realize that I've been suppressing, hiding, and and just being living in silence um, about that need to come to the surface. And, um, you know, I... You know, at first when I was asked to share my walking in my truth and share my story, I didn't want to go into the depth of things. Um, I think I, I waited a few months. I think this challenged that was to um, share my story, and I at first did not want to do that because. A part of me did and a part of me didn't because when you have to rehash things sometimes, it's a very painful experience. But the, the deliverance from that of just, you know, speaking out, I mean, I've dealt with my my painful situations for many years now. I mean, I've dealt with a lot of things that have happened in my life, but it was such a freedom to be able to stay to people that I don't even know, hey, this is me and I was vulnerable and I was there. And um this platform is given me the opportunity to do that. So I definitely commend you ladies, um uh for for this this platform for you know, for just uh having the vision, um, Natasha, wanting to bring it together, Janoris and just executing it. And um, you know, I'm I'm there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to free them up a lot of women. Um, I wish um, men understood as well that this is not just for women, but for men as well, because, you yeah. know, they live in yeah. silence and they live with a lot of pain as well, which handicaps them from being the best husbands that they can be, being the best fathers that they can be, the best, you know, the best man that God has, you know, uh and, God has blessed them to be you know, and some men don't realize how blessed they are and what uh, what they've been given, and they take it for granted because they don't know how, and when you know better, you do better, you learn better, you walk better, you see better, you know so everything all it all comes together as a whole once you decide to take back your life, decide to walk in your truth and allow. Your life to be led by God and and just you know and just and just embrace freedom, true freedom. So that is my comment for tonight. <laughs> um, I hope everybody understands that I'm Ebony from the Big, the Gold, and the Beautiful, darling. And <laughs> I'm happy to support you, ladies. I can't wait uh-huh. for the conference, and you guys are going to be absolutely magnificent. And I just cannot wait. Okay.
1: All right, Ebonique. Well, let me just say this. I'm going to say this on air so that it can go on record. I don't want you to wear your cute shoes because we are going to put you to work at the conference. I just want to, you know, put it out there. So you'll get a chance to enjoy the conference and everything, but we are going to need you to help us out, girlfriend. So there for you. Thank you, (laughs) (laughs) Ebonique. Okay. All right. I
5: guess I'll just.
1: Thanks
2: for the love, sis. (laughs)
1: Absolutely Always a pleasure to hear from you And what Ebeneek was saying um, Also ties into What our previous caller Alan was saying And we're glad that uh, we had Alan to call in, and, and he mentioned briefly that, you know, the things that had happened to him in the past were starting to affect him and his relationship with his wife. I, I believe I heard that correctly. And so, you know, we want to just let everyone know that the conference is not just for women. We invite you to bring your yes. husband, bring your significant others, your uncles, your cousins, nephews, I mean, bring them out, encourage them to come. Come as a family because these things that happen to us, they happen to us and they affect everyone in the family in some way. And it's important to come out. If you're not an abuser, fine, come out anyway. Women who have been abused can always look and get encouragement from seeing how men can be respectful and loving because there are many, many men who are very supportive, very loving. And so, we, you know, we want to highlight that as well. But this conference is a conference for people, and we want to invite everyone to come. So, you know, please, the tickets are $25. If you want to get your ticket, if you have not yet done so, please reach out to us on um Our Facebook page You can reach out to us at www.BreakingTheSilenceHTP.com And just uh, put in a message And we'll be happy to get in touch with you Uh, Lots of good stuff going on And I just want to say uh, To uh, Treya Cook so if we want to uh, thank you so much. Treya is uh, with Christian Culture Incorporated, and she has uh, completed the design on our beautiful T-shirts for Breaking the Silence, and we'll have them uh, for sale at the conference. And we'll also have some uh, pictures of them on the page. She did a phenomenal job. We want to thank you so much. Uh, fine, nice businesswoman, and we we appreciate the love and the support, Treya. We do.
2: Yes, I have to second that, and she did a wonderful job, and I'm so grateful for her. I love her customer service and just making sure she wanted to take care of us and make sure that we were some satisfied customers, did everything that she could to make sure we were definitely satisfied.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Every bit of the yeah. way, professional and very warm and inviting, and we really do appreciate, and, a, and an excellent product too. So we are coming up on the hour. It's just about time for us to get out. But before we get out, I just want to uh, take a few moments and remind everybody to please uh, keep our family in Florida in prayer. Um, it's a lot of uh, stormy yes. weather and And water and rain and all of that going on But, you know, please, you know, keep them in prayer And, um, you know, remember breaking the silence as well And um, as we move forward, just, just remember that, you know, we are here for support You are not alone You're not alone. This platform, God is blessing it in amazing ways. It is growing and growing and growing. It's growing because people who have the need are reaching out and wanting to be a part. And so sometimes it's a passive part. You just want to sit. You want to look. You want to read. But, you know, stay engaged. Continue to come. Post whenever you want to. Continue to encourage because that's what we're here doing. We are breaking the silence and healing the pain, I want to thank Michelle for joining us tonight, Michelle. We really enjoyed having you looking forward to uh, seeing you in two weeks at the conference and um, I just want to tell everybody thank you so much for joining. Natasha, what would you like to say in party? Um,
2: just um, I just look forward to people coming to the conference and really having an open heart and being able to take away something from the conference. And applying it to their life and really getting the help that you need. And it's okay to do that. It's okay to take that time out for yourself. And we love Thanks. you and
4: we support you.
2: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Come out, bring your people that you love, come out and enjoy. There is something for everyone at this conference. Something for everyone. This is Domestic uh, Violence Awareness Month. Please um, pay tribute and in investigate and get knowledgeable and come out and have a great time at the conference in two weeks. On behalf of everybody, we're gonna say goodbye. Goodbye
4: everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Good night. Bye.